welcome. Wait, what do I even say? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yep. That's how we start every episode. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes! We've got the snort. First snort of the podcast. Let's go, baby! Um, okay. Woo! Um. Welcome to a brand new podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick. And this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? Yep. It's That's, everything and nothing yep, at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Which makes it really hard to decide what to talk about because it's like almost unlimited. But yes. Yeah, that's okay. We'll in in trying not to pigeonhole ourselves, we have effectively pigeonholed ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so last week we talked about um, some commercials for Le Super Bowl or the big game or the game that uh, a third of America could actively not care about. Uh, <laughs> and we talked about some of the, the um, ridiculousness that was being thrown that way. Um but this week, uh, we thought that we would talk about some other ridiculousness that really kind of prompted the birth of this uh, adventure that we were on because we wanted to talk about, you know, pop culture and and, and it, as we know it. And if you don't know us, you will you will f- quickly find out that the '90s is pretty much where it's at for us as far as like pop culture goes. A little bit here, but I think she will agree that it's true. Yes. Yes. Um, I had a 90s themed birthday party for my 30th. It was um, great. And it was amazing to the point where I'm definitely doing it again. Uh, mm-hmm. At some point. So. And we're, we're not talking about like, uh, oh, herder, like we did like some. Wouldn't it be cool if we just like watched the Fresh Prince for three hours? We went like, I mean, this this woman went all out. Like, <laughs> we had like Kool Aid jammers and like fruit by the foot. It was. It I was found Dunkaroos there. from Canada. Yes. Oh, I forgot about the motherfucking Dunkaroos. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I found the phone that I had in my childhood bedroom and brought mm. that and made art out of computer discs and we did the Macarena twice. (laughs) (laughs) I found some inflatable furniture and a lava Mm -hmm. lamp. It was like everything I wanted from my childhood bedroom that I never had. Uh, It was so great. And yeah, Mm -hmm. we had like music videos playing the whole time and I had posters up everywhere and I recreated my... 13th birthday party <laughs> birthday cake with rainbows and smiley faces and yin yangs because duh um yeah it was the best and Sherrick dressed up like fresh prince and it was chef's kiss good <laughs> so um so if you didn't figure it out we're talking about something from the 90s in specific we're going into uh, the weirdest songs of the nineties. We're not going to make this into a Buzzfeed article, which is like, this song was weird because I didn't understand it. Like, no, (laughs) we're going to try and break down. We made a list of the weirdest songs of the nineties that, uh, that we thought were just actively bizarre. And we're going to talk about them. And there's a little bit of overlap on our lists here, but before we get to that, Amelia, how was your week? 
It was good. Tiring, but good. Um, on Monday, so I am helping a friend run for office. Um, and so we had a kickoff party for her on Monday. And um, I actively hate that kind of thing. But it's helpful when I'm quote unquote working at an event like that because mm-hmm. then I don't have to like mingle and try to talk to people. I just sit behind the sign in desk and like ask people to sign in and then I take their money. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean it's a fundraiser. So yeah. So that was that was good. Um tiring but good. And then um yeah, there was uh, five hours of The Bachelor this week, so oh, that was a lot. That was almost uh, too much, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I have been known to say that I would watch, like, an unlimited number of hours of The Bachelor, but this season is not great. Uh, um, so so that was a lot. Um, how about you? How was your week? Um, yesterday, uh, I did something that required me to sign an NDA. So that's cool. Yep. Can't talk about it. Uh, maybe we'll revisit it in a couple of months. But for now, can't talk about it. So yep. can you say <laughs> that it's an acting thing? It is an acting thing. I okay. had a lot of fun. That is all I'm allowed to say. But like, okay. one of the things that when we were on set is like, hey, if somebody stops you on the street, and is like, like, because, because part of we may have been outside um it was like hey we were not allowed to say what we're doing so like people if anyone were to come up to us and be like hey what's going on we were supposed to shrug our shoulders and say we don't know gotcha. <laughs> yeah no i just wanted to clarify that it was like an acting job and not some sort of like cia type situation uh, uh, no, or whatever. can't clarify that actually it could have well, been either <laughs> i suppose I'll, um, I'll, I'll even though i've already clarified it nope it could have been either <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I found out officially that I'm going to C2E2 coming up at the end of the um, end of the month. So that'll be neat as well, because I've never been. For those of you who don't know, that's the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. So there's the two C's and the two E's for you for C2E2. Um, so, yeah, pretty good time. Yeah, that sounds cool. I did want to bring up as a follow-up, because I thought this was so wild. We were talking about the death of Mr. Peanut uh, on our last episode. And I did not see any of the commercials for the Super Bowl. I did not watch. Um, I don't know if you'd have or did. No, not at all. But we were talking about how uh, Planters changed Mr. Peanut's... um, His Twitter account to the estate of Mr. Peanut, etc., etc. It turns out that this was a massive uh, cash grab, believe it or not. Because, and I don't don't know if you uh, have followed up on this at all, Amelia, but uh, I was listening to someone on Twitch and they brought it up and then I I did a little research into it. The commercial was about the rebirth of Mr. Peanut. He has, he has, he had, he, he died for the sins of... (laughs) Wesley Snipes <laughs> and the other guy I can't remember the name of Matt Walsh. And he, thank you, Matt Walsh, and he has risen again. But he has risen again as, and I wish I was making this up, Baby Nut. <laughs> I did hear something about this that like somebody who did watch the Super Bowl was like, "Oh, Mr. Peanut died, but now there's a baby Peanut," and I was like, "What?" But I did not follow up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I. 
I don't know how I feel about this. I'm a little so, bit disappointed, if I'm being honest, that I sort of loved that he, like, died this heroic death. And then, yes. like, what's next? And it kind of cheapens it, too, because he's like, yeah. eh, I'm 100-something years old. I don't really care. I'm going to be back in, like, you know, a yeah. couple of days. Right. <laughs> Very Jesus of, analogy. Yeah. But it also makes me think of Groot from mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, we've done this. Can we do something different? But but not but not only that, Amelia. But no, okay. So let's let's put the elephant in the room just aside for a second. Mm-hmm. They clearly were like, Baby Yoda is like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Let's right? capitalize on that because yep. it is obviously. And I don't know what the word is, but it, they're alluding to like, hey, the, Disney has Baby Yoda. We have Baby Nut. Uh, but and now, like, let's invite the elephant over to the microphone where we can talk about these dudes thought Baby Nut was a good idea in 2020. Do they not know we are all children? You, yeah. You, uh, you seriously going to say Baby Nut? Like, <laughs> is no. the name is the name of this character? Are you for real no. right now? <laughs> Yeah, that was, yeah, somebody did not think that through. And they were it's like, amazing to me how often that happens. <laughs> how often, like, some product gets made or some commercial gets done or something. And it's like, ooh, that someone didn't think that through. <laughs> or or they did think it through. The, like, the memes will be hilarious. And it's like, mm, see, you can't. You can't try and hedge your bets on that, homie. It's always no. gonna backlash. It's always gonna backfire on you. You yep. can't like curve into a meme. The meme will not become what you want it to become. So right, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to cover that because baby yeah. nut. <laughs> N- no. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, I think on that note. It's mm-hmm. time to get to the main event. Yep. Um, so, yeah, yesterday when we were thinking of topics, and yes, we were just figuring out our topic for today, yesterday, um, I one of the ideas I had was, let's talk about ridiculous songs from the 90s. And to be fair, every era of music has its ridiculousness. But, you know, again, we are children of the 90s. Um, our formative years were in the 90s and so this is where our head goes and where our love goes and so yeah let's let's talk about it and so I said okay we don't need to make like a top 10 list or anything like that I don't want to get too bogged down in like ranking and whatever but like let's just whatever the first songs that pop into our head when we think ridiculous songs of the 90s and Mm. we'll compare lists on the pod so yeah i we compiled these lists and just shared them with each other and it is like i would agree that everything on sherrick's list is 100 percent accurate um and there is some overlap um so yeah let's dive in i guess let's um, uh let's start with the the first one that is uh oh, it's not the first on your list but it's definitely the first on mine mm-hmm. uh, uh, this this and I, I don't think we're gonna play any of these songs. No. If you don't know them, look them up. And yep. if you don't know them, why? <laughs> you'll 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 find out. You will find out. <laughs> so uh this is uh Barbie Girl by Aqua. 
Yes. And now to to be clear, uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, these songs on my list may not be like awful per se. Uh-huh. I recognize that the majority of the songs on this, this list, if not then, then now, I jammed to. Yep. But that does not make them any less fucking weird. Yep. And I fucking love Barbie Girl. And I love that there was like uh, like a, I can't remember. I don't, I want to say it's a ja- there's a Japanese version of Barbie Girl sung by like an idol trio that I can't oh. name. That is like equally as wild if not slightly wilder because that's how pervasive this song was like it right. like yeah, it like escaped everywhere. it escaped <laughs> the culture of america and jumped over to japan yes. because there was like there was like a version of it that was like chidi chidi boom uh which i don't know if that tra- translates directly or not i'm working on my japanese but um yeah so this song was wild uh, for for very very many reasons uh one of which the fact that there was an actual lawsuit between the band and Mattel over yep. the song, yep. uh, which I'm pretty sure you knew. Um, yes. But the fact that like Mattel was like going to war over this song because they were just like, it's too scandalous to to be uh, playing on the radios. And, and it, it mm-hmm. sets a bad example for those kids who are just trying to get some wholesome, clean fun out of our Barbie dolls. Right. Uh, uh, and uh, I believe if memory serves correctly, because I'm not looking this, uh, I don't have like, I just have like notes on it. I didn't like pull up an article or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the lawsuit was dropped. Uh, mm. But Mattel ended up winning anyways, because Aqua is no longer together. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I feel like on the surface, it was probably like a you can't use it because barbie is trademarked or copyrighted Mm -hmm. or whatever um but yeah i'm i know that they were upset with it being scandalous because um in particular there's a line that says you can brush my hair undress me everywhere um and yeah they were not okay with that and i'm like okay you're the one who creates a doll that is like structurally unsound (laughs) <laughs> like, if a person had the measurements of Barbie, they would not be able to walk. So, mm. like, don't give me this bullshit that, like, it's scandalous <laughs> or that it's, like, sexualized because, okay. I get why Mattel was pissed, but I also am like, this is good, like, promo for you. And it's a ridiculous song, and mm. everybody loves it. So, like, it just... It's one of those where it's like, is any press bad press? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, but, so there, there's there's a Barbie girl. Yep. Which, yep. You know, still if it if all of a sudden it started playing at you know, like a I don't want to say a disco because that makes me sound older than I am, but like if, it, if we were like. <laughs> out at a club or or like uh we were out in a place where you could ice skate or roller skate and it it, Mm -hmm. that song started playing i would know the majority of the words and i would be totally for sure for sure the other thing is is that this song made me buy the whole album (laughs) and i have to say (laughs) that like this high-pitched woman's voice singing this song (laughs) fits for a song about Barbie, right? Yes. Um, but that that's just that woman's voice. So every song had this woman's like really high pitched, like mm-hmm. almost grating 
voice to it and then the dude with like the really low <laughs> voice and, come on like, barbie let's go party <laughs> like whoa dude <laughs> yes. yikes yes it's so like it should be terrifying Mm-hmm. it's like what kind of um, party you try to get me to my my dude no yeah no thank but every you. song was like that and mm-hmm. i loved it at the time yes and that's kind of <laughs> how the 90s like as far as like music was concerned like oh if yeah. you wanted to hear a single you listen to the radio like nowadays yeah. it's like singles are whatever you can just distribute it because all you have mm-hmm. to do is upload it to the internet and you're all good but like in the 90s like that's like if you wanted to listen to a song you either got your tape like recorder ready when it came on on um Yo. the radio and you prayed that it wouldn't have like some sort of like early cut off for an ad or like any uh-huh. sort of you know uh-huh. s- uh, censorship or anything like that yep or yep. you bought the whole album because that or, was yep. the other way to listen to it like you yep. they would you could easily not to say that you know any of those well maybe uh, i'm not gonna hedge my bets here but like in theory you could put out a single and then just fill the album with the rest of junk and it's like well you sold an album congratulations yep Yep. i mean i was not above having a couple of singles yes that would be cassette singles um (laughs) or a couple of cds that were just singles um but yeah now that just feels so wasteful (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so when i first like thought of this topic and the first song that popped into my head when I was starting my list was Mambo number five (laughs) (laughs) which is samples a very old like early 20th century like jazz swing song like the music Mm -hmm. is from that basically and then this fucking dude like comes in and just sings about women um and it just like it was so fucking catchy and you knew all the words but when you listen to it carefully you're like okay this dude's a player like Mm -hmm. (laughs) this dude has like 10 girls on the side and you know what whatever that's his choice but it just it feels really dated and sexist now mm-hmm. but at the same time if it came on right now i would jam probably like i just cuz it's it's energetic and yep it just it was also pretty pervasive there for a while mm-hmm. and yeah um that dude never did anything else as far as i know Nope, I don't think I think that was the only single that he had as far as America was concerned. But uh, mm-hmm. I do have a little uh, interesting bit about uh, Mr. Vega. Uh, so number one, I thought for the longest time that his name was Lou Vega, like with oh. a V. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know why. I thought maybe just you know, I mean, in the age of like LimeWire or whatever, like people would just name the song whatever they thought it was, and then you would uh-huh. download it and be like, so I think maybe that like. Not to say necessarily that I downloaded any songs in that era, but <laughs> but that you know that kind of thing would you know very easily make people like oh yeah that that one song by uh, by the Bare Naked Ladies is called Chickadee China the Chinese Chicken and you're just like that's not the name no. of the song. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but um, also, I'd like for you to guess where you think Mister Mister Bega is from. Oh, I know this. Okay, dang he's it. From, he's from Germany. He is, which I was like, okay, because he does 
this is my ignorance right. showing. He does not look like a man from Germany. Right. Yep. So he yep. and he does not sound like a man from Germany either. No. If yeah. you listen to the song, that's the biggest thing for me. But yeah, so this, I, I would say that this probably this particular song in tandem with the Macarena, uh, which we did not list, believe it or know. not, and did not make either of our lists, at least not preliminarily. Um, no. uh, started kind of with the line dance culture, so to speak, because there's, there, I mean, not to say mm-hmm. that every song that you know brought that about came from the 90s you know keep it shuffle looking directly at you but right. um that kind of yeah. started it like in tan i don't i don't remember right. if the macarena came out before or after uh mambo number five but there before. was okay so there's some there were some instructions like you know jump up and down and move it all around shake your right. hands to this now put your hand on the ground one step left etc cetera, etc cetera. it's not the yep. whole of the song but like it's in there mm-hmm. um so uh that was kind of, i mean it you know it again it's a song that like if it came on right now you you probably groove to it but it, you'll find that a lot of the songs that are uh, that are on our list i feel have very they're very sexually charged yes and uh at least here in my neck of the woods uh in milwaukee you know it was music that was still played on the radio nobody gave a shit as far yep. as like kids listening to it, there was yep. there was no yep. there wasn't like a major like Disney Channel or like you know uh, Disney mm-hmm. Radio. I mean, Disney Radio was a thing, but I don't think they really like touched like covers of songs. Like I know that they did later on. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to them recently. There wasn't like a kids' bop around to like you know clean mm-hmm. up the language. Um, like um, going uh, just as a as an example, I used to as as a part of one of my jobs have to work Summerfest, which for those uh, who are uninformed is uh, it purports itself as the world's largest music festival, uh, whether that's still true or not. Uh, I don't really find figure feel like looking it up, but um, there's tons and tons of bands there, but also like it's a big entertainment, you know, week for uh, the people of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And so you want to have areas where children can be entertained. And so there would be like, you know, a little tent for like, kids to to kids activities like magic and dance like they can have their own like little concerts and that kind of stuff and uh this woman did like a kind of like a show that was meant to be like fun for kids but it was very clearly like here you can sit here i will tire out your children so that you can enjoy yourself um and she played uptown funk the kids bop version which is one of the lyrics that I remember clear as day and I will never forget is fill my cup, put some water in it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I know that was a really long, 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 long story to get to that one line. But I was just like that, that didn't really happen in the nineties. Either you played like a weird cartoony sound effect over the words in the song yep. you didn't want to hear or they didn't yep. play it. Yep. 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 Yeah. So. Um, And I will say that like, yes, I um, Macarena came out like, I want to say 96 and Mambo mm-hmm. number five came out in 99. But okay. um, yeah, like before that line dancing was just like a country thing. Like, yes. yeah. But then like Macarena in particular, and then yeah, later Cupid shuffle and, and songs like that, where it was like specifically to teach you a dance, mm-hmm. to have you like do a dance. And yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have a love hate relationship with that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, 
hey, if uh, if you would be so kind, please tweet us at A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D and tell us where you learned how to dance the Macarena. Because <laughs> I am increasingly curious as to where our audience has learned this. I don't care if you're listening to this like years down the road. Tweet yeah. me. I want to know. Tell me yes. where you learned it because I definitely learned this in a grade school PE class. Oh my god, are you serious? I am three million percent serious. That's hilarious. I love it. I honestly don't know. Um, I feel like it was daycare. Like, I feel like it was um, yeah, I mean, I went I went to daycare pretty much until I was, like, too old to go. Until mm-hmm. they, like, would not let me go anymore. <laughs> um, and so I feel like, and uh, yeah, about that time, I was going to, like, a home daycare. One of my friend's moms had, a, like, a small daycare in her home. And, like, we would play that song outside and just do the dance. And, yeah, I feel like that's how I learned it. I don't know. So, all right. Um, I will... Uh go next and i'm going to talk a little bit about uh groove is in the heart by delight and there are three e's in d as far as the delight part goes like there's obviously (laughs) one in light but there are i looked this up because i was just gonna put like you know delight Uh d-e dash l-i-t-e nah there's three of them you better respect Uh all three of those e's Delight. (laughs) this song is like to me it is like peak, like peak, just peak '90s. But also, like we're gonna throw some sound from like, like some like a little bit of retro sound in there because it's not mm-hmm. like some of the samples and stuff are a little bit like '60s, '70s ish, mm-hmm. um, possibly. But like, I the the lyrics of this song are just so all over the place. It's it's a very much like this song is just we like these words, we like this beat. Yep. The groove is the groove is in the heart. Sing mm-hmm. it. Sing yep. it with me. Yep. Yeah, I remember specifically this music video and it being very psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And um that the woman in it um had like flipped out hair and a headband on and a very like 60s mod dress. And yeah, I mean this was like peak nineties with sixties throwback in it. Um, you know. There was such a culture of like looking back to the 60s in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was a hippie like at least twice for Halloween, which like to be real, my costume was nothing like what an actual hippie would wear. But, <laughs> you know, I you also had to deal with North, North Dakota winters. So, um, you know, costuming wasn't exactly right. super easy, but I do remember have my mom taking an old pair of jeans cutting up the seams and putting in a rainbow fabric to make them flare Mm -hmm. um and yeah it just for some reason we were just like so in love with 60s culture and this song really epitomized that plus the early 90s like electronic dance music Mm -hmm. and like house music was a thing that like started in the 80s but i feel like it was kind of a uh, like I don't want to say underground because that kind of doesn't lead the you know 
it doesn't send the right message but it definitely wasn't as popular i don't think as it was in like the 90s mm-hmm. so like groove is in the heart came out and like like right on like right on the edge like right at 90 1990 but it was just like, that kind of you know those thumping beats that you would probably attribute to more to like basic club music was definitely like you know that that house scene mm-hmm. um, just like it, yeah if you're not familiar with groove is in the heart go listen to it it's it's just wild it's a it trip. is it, it really is, a, is. It, and now i feel like i need to go read the lyrics because like i don't think i've ever really paid that much attention to it like i could sing it kind of but like mm-hmm. not consciously thinking about what it's saying so i'm i'm just off the top of my head i just remember i couldn't ask for another and she sings it in such a high pitch like yep. it's not quite as grating as um homegirl from aqua but it's very yeah. high up there it is yeah yep oh my gosh but. so speaking of <clears throat> really ridiculous lyrics yeah i'm gonna go with a song that is on both of our lists all right summer girls <laughs> <laughs> this song summer girls by lfo um Oh my gosh. I, this song, like this song defines junior high for me. Okay. Before you go Um, further, I need you to tell our audience what LFO stands for. If you don't know, let me know. It stands for light funky ones. (laughs) But it's spelled, it's spelled L-Y-T-E-F-U-N-K-I-E, funky. Yes, yes, that's what I was going to say. The only way this would have been more 90s is if they would have put a Z at the end of one. (laughs) Yes, yes, yeah, it needed a Z or an asterisk or something, like, oh my gosh, yeah, Um, I mean, this band, like, I mean, they really only had a couple of songs, Um, but, oh my gosh, it just... I can't. Um, this fucking song was so ridiculous that, like, the the verses were just, like, random shit. Like, it had nothing to do with anything. And then the chorus would be like, I like girls that stop by for the summer. Like, yes. okay, what? This like, is But it was one of those... so catchy. <laughs> I, I feel like I still know some of the lyrics and I feel like this is like the first song which I could like and, and it's there were probably songs that preceded it in this in this regard but like one of the first songs that I could actively be like there was some product placement right there like, oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah they talk about Abercrombie and Fitch mm-hmm. um yeah it just like none of the lyrics make any fucking sense it's just yeah yep uh, something so it's like um hold on uh new kids on the block had a bunch of hits so there's like yep. hey we're gonna glom on by mentioning new kids on the block which is like yep. all right cool dude uh chinese food makes me sick Why? okay <laughs> <laughs> can you go into detail <laughs> for that please no okay and then and i think it's fly with girls <clears throat> that buy for the summer yeah for okay. the summer i, I like, like girls, girls that, that wear ever come i take her if i had one wish no. <laughs> could your wish be for it. some confidence, my dude? Because you could probably just go say hi. Like... Right. <laughs> yeah. And then it was also sort of wrapped a little bit. And like, 
Oh, these poor white dudes rapping. <laughs> oh, rap, rap rock in the 90s. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Yep. Oof. Yep. Uh, we, we did not, I did not mention this song. I'm, I feel like this is as good a time to bring it up as any. But um, one of the songs that I refused to put on this list because I didn't want to talk about it for longer than like 30 seconds uh-huh. was the, the cover that Limp Biscuit did of Faith by George Michael. Oh God, I don't know this and I please don't want to. I, I was gonna say to. I was gonna say please listen to like 30 seconds of it. Not just now. enough to know it. Just terrible. enough so that you can feel it because Ooh. like for those who don't know, Limp Biscuit was like it was like rap rock, but also kind of like they wanted to be like new metal. So there were parts where they would like do what 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 would now be like screamo almost because fred durst would be like screaming lyrics and so Uh there's a a bit where fred durst is literally screaming the lyrics to faith by george michael no i like all of you too much to try and imitate that so yeah that's what that's worth oh that is awful so anyway back back to the light funky ones oh god (laughs) yeah i okay so yeah i remember i specifically remember this kid in junior high would just sing this song all the time and I was a little bit in love with him so I was totally into it but um yeah yeah what a stupid song (laughs) (laughs) all right from one wild song to another let's uh talk about dumps like a truck 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 (laughs) guys like what 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 (laughs) okay so uh here here's a small segment called Sherrick's embarrassing corner i definitely had a short phase where i really 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 wanted to dye my hair so like just cisco <laughs> i thought it was the coolest fucking idea in the world i did not go through with it but for those of you who don't know cisco for a long period of time had very short short hair and it was all silver yep. just straight up yep. just like peak silver <laughs> yep i do and, remember that and this was a song that was played at many a grade school dance in my day right which is frightening <laughs> i mean and, it is yeah as you said dumps like a truck <laughs> yikes which, which could mean a couple of things it could <laughs> but it definitely <laughs> meant it definitely that meant butt. something. Yeah. That yep. butt. That, that butt. Yep. This was yep. like the the 90s was the the time in which uh we as African Americans uh dragged the rest of the world into liking butts because <laughs> yep. Because between this song and another one that we'll get to, there was mm-hmm. a lot of mention of 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 the booty in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So basically, there, uh, as I understand it, and I feel like I could be making this up, maybe it's a different song of Cisco's, but the, mm-hmm. I feel like there's two versions of the Thong Song's um, music video. Oh. Uh, but I could be wrong. It could be one of his other songs. I can't remember. Okay. Um, but like. Oh, yep. Nope. Alternate version with Foxy Brown. Okay. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I felt like there was there was one. Uh, another version of it but like this music video was wild because it was like cisco was doing like gymnastics there was a bit where they were dancing on a beach and every time they would like swing their leg out and stop like the whole camera would shake like they just like literally shaking the earth they're like we love butts this much boom like yep. <laughs> uh oh. there was like some 
laser effects. Go on. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and then this sentence just, okay. The whole video, consisting of cuts between Cisco and barely clad women, drew criticism as it was accused of exploiting women as sex objects and was credited for starting a new wave of booty videos. <laughs> so so I think it is, it is safe to call Cisco the granddaddy of booty videos. <laughs> yup. Like, booty videos. Like, what? I don't... I can't. (laughs) But also, not only were there two versions of this music video, Mm -hmm. um, and the second version was done for The Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, um, but there's also a a 2017 remake. Cisco remade the song and music video in 2017. Are you fucking kidding me right now? No. No. I, okay. Well, I know what I'm doing seen, after, the, after we're done yeah, here. Right? The video can be seen on YouTube and World Star Hip Hop with the video in its first week hitting over 1 million views. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just, oh my God. I can't. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what? The hmm? song was released in 2000. It doesn't <gasps> even count. Oh no. I could have sworn it was 1999. Okay. I, know, right? I goofed up. Never mind. To pretend we didn't talk about it. No, we're leaving that in because it was February of two thousand. Oh, Close hold enough. on, hold on. So, okay, let, hold on. let me do some research here. Let me, I'm, <laughs> let me put, put the ha- put the hacker gloves on. Okay, uh, song song was recorded. Okay, so the song it was released as the second single from his nineteen ninety nine debut album. So it's on the ninety nine album, but it oh, was released okay, in but 2000. the single itself wasn't released until. <sighs> okay, I thought okay, I was like, we well, good. I ruined everything. We did again. It was on both of our lists, so it wasn't just you. <laughs> and to be fair, like the year two thousand was a weird time. Okay, yes, like it also yes, we, we can 19- get it. We can yeah. get it at another time. Yeah, I feel like 1998 to about 2003 was like kind of its own mini, mini like, era. But just... um, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting that it, this song is like credited for starting a new wave of booty videos because like <laughs> Baby Got Back was a lot older than that. Um, why don't we why don't we start talking about that let's one just because segue right into that right one. into it because literally Baby Got Back has a has a man rapping on a large like basically he's just standing on a or either he's in front of or on giant ass cheeks like yep 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 and it's just i mean the song itself is so ridiculous i can't believe that we all like got behind pun intended um this song about asses but at the same time like it just it's so perfectly 90s it's just so perfectly 90s and like it is just so iconic that beginning of like oh my god look at her butt if if you grew up if you grew up at any time in the 90s and you heard some like valley girl accent say that you knew exactly what the fuck was about to happen like Mm -hmm. don't care Mm -hmm. how young you were you knew what was happening yep Yep. And like the just how much of the lyrics of that song that I still know is shocking and yet just 
beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'd like to amend my previous statement and I would like to call Cisco the daddy of booty videos because this man is obviously the granddaddy of booty videos oh, since this yeah. came out nearly like like I want to say seven years earlier if not a little bit more. But um, <clears throat> so uh, I remember actually back when I like watched a lot of like TV and like VH1 and MTV like were actually about music and not just like whatever the fuck they felt like. And there was, there was an interview with Sir Mix a lot where he talks about like the song, because like a bunch of the people at the time period were just like, it's just a song about butts. And it's like, it's just so gross. And like, how dare you talk about that? And he was like, well, it's not just about that. Like it's about women who like are like, almost you know starving themselves to look a certain way or whatever and he's like nah eat red beans and rice like look like mm-hmm. look good <laughs> you mm-hmm. look good so just fucking do what you want to do like it it shaped me a little bit i was like oh man he's so fucking right because i mean he talks about like you know the beanpole magazines or whatever the beanpole mm-hmm. models and magazines and i was just like you so right sir mix a lot Mm-hmm. everyone's like you got to be skinny to look pretty it's like that's not fucking true mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna get on a soapbox about that i promise but i was just like had to point that out yes again this, iconic an yes. iconic is, song in the 90s this song was apparent this music video was banned by mtv for a little bit which i feel like is hilarious like mm-hmm. for mtv to ban it right like i don't know i feel like anything was on mtv <laughs> There. In fact, I was banned from watching MTV as a child. So, and I wasn't like really banned from much as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. But I was not allowed to watch MTV as a kid. And so, you know, I would watch it at friends' houses. Yep. But can we um, take a, a quick break to talk about something that I feel like could only really exist in the 90s? Okay. Um, I don't know if you had this, but it was on it was on basic TV, and it was a channel called The Box. I believe locally it was on like Channel Eight or something like that. Um, And it was a channel in which they just showed music videos all the time. What? It was just it was literally like it was like what MTV was for a while. Which, but but the catch was is that you could do a toll free dial and you could pay like money to request a music video and then it would play on that channel. So it was kind of like a radio request line, but it was for music videos. And this is where I learned about like Lil Wayne and Juvenile and like, like all of these other like hip hop artists. Cause like they were like um, TLC, all this other, like they were all. So. Wow. Yeah. We did not have that. Um, and in fact, I remember in high school being really into watching like music videos and stuff, but really hating TRL, Little <laughs> Request Live, because they would just like talk over the music videos or not show the whole thing. And I w- that would always like piss me off so much. So <laughs> I was always like, no, TRL's stupid. I also was. I also was a really annoying junior high high school kid who was like, I don't like mainstream stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) which is like something else we could get into. But um, yeah. And so I was not into that at all. And I was totally like, yeah, I watched the top 20 video countdown on VH1 instead because it's (laughs) better. (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. Um, All right. 
so um we covered that let's talk about another one that's on both of our lists uh okay it's uh informer by snow yes and yes. uh this, I, I, white I, rappers yes <laughs> yes this this man uh i so i did not know what what he looked like for the longest time <laughs> So yeah. I made I made like no ideas like I assumed like he was because it's it's a reggae it's a reggae kind of rap like it's very yep. like, you know yeah so I just kind of reggae. assumed like everyone that I thought about as it came to reggae was black or you know yeah of of, of the African or person of color style mm-hmm. now nah, this dude white because <laughs> yep. his name is Snow and he fucking meant it. <laughs> yep. And, and not only is he white, but he's like blonde with like big ass glasses. And he's and, Canadian. And he's Canadian. He is, he's yep. Canadian. His, and the... his real name is Darren Kenneth O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna tell me this man said I'm gonna make an album <laughs> that's all reggae music? Yep. And his name is he's <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I'm wrong for this. I should not make fun of this man for his name, but you you will tell me your name is Darren Kenneth O'Brien. Like, right? The whitest names I could possibly think of if they were like, "Hey, Sherrick, right now, three white names." I'd be like, "Uh, Darren right. and uh, O'Brien." <laughs> so when you google this song under the people also ask mm-hmm. questions on Google. The first one is, what is a licky boom boom down? (laughs) (laughs) Which I think we can all agree is the most ridiculous lyric of the song, if not of the 90s. (laughs) -hmm. Like, what even is that? But that's what he keeps saying over and over again. But then the second question is, is Snow really Jamaican? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Nope, not at all. (laughs) Not in the slightest. Not at uh, uh, all. <clears throat> okay, so for mm. um, for reference to y'all, it was his biggest hit uh, in the UK. It reached number two. Okay. VHS has listed this song uh, uh, as number 84 on their 100 greatest songs of the 90s. Yep. And, uh, and, and the third fact is, other than a, a licky boom boom down, I couldn't tell you a single thing about what this man is talking about. In so. former, that's it. Allegedly, it's about uh, being wrongfully accused of of stabbing yep, someone. I know. I just read that, and I my I my mind is blown. Like what? What? I. I I need to go read these lyrics now because I have no idea what the fuck this song is about, but apparently it's about stabbing. <laughs> this song what? is well known for the line, a licky boom boom down, as you eloquently put it, and for yes. Snow's fast toasting and often inaudible lyrics, which uh, makes me think of uh, Sean Paul a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, some of his songs, I was like, Sean Paul, you make some good music, man, but I don't know what you just said to me. <laughs> okay, so according to Genius which, if you don't know, is the best lyrics website because it gives information about the song, not just the lyrics. Mm-hmm. It says, Snow wrote this song while he was in jail, charged with two attempted murders. He ended Big up spending a year in Toronto's East Detention Center Maximum Security Prison. After coming out, he met MC Shan and recorded the song. He went back to do another eight-month stay for aggravated assault. 
And it was during that jail stay that the song caught on. So great. But yeah, the first few lines. What's up, man? Hey, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's going on here? Sick and tired of 5-0 running up the block here. Ooh, I don't hear none of that. 5 <laughs> I'm familiar with because that's yes. the slang that I would use back yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, I know. But... but it just, like, this, it just... I don't know. You read these lyrics and you just don't assume that it's this Canadian white dude. But like now I need to know. I need to know what happened with these attempted murders. Like obviously he was not sentenced to life in jail or anything. So did he not do it? I'm I just I need I need I feel like I need a Netflix docuseries about (laughs) (laughs) some true crime shit about this uh all right let's move on so i'll just kind of knock out the rest of my list i had a hundred percent pure love which is weird but not in a bad way at all because crystal waters is the best she is amazing and will probably if we are doing what we're planning which is probably like a best songs of the 90s episode um she will definitely appear uh this this song the same song will probably appear on that list as well yes um because it's it's amazing like this this was a jam like i Mm -hmm. i love this song Mm -hmm. uh i want to sex you up by color me bad another song in the 90s that they would willingly play on the radio yeah and it's like this song like it could get you in the mood for fucking (laughs) because kind of what it's about right i find it so ridiculous because like okay i mean i was not anywhere near being an adult when this song came out Mm -hmm. and i feel like i didn't hear it as a child or maybe i did but it didn't like connect in my brain until later but like was that a term that people used in 1990 because like i i don't feel like i've ever heard anybody say sex you up I mean, I couldn't I couldn't talk about it from the time that the song came out because it was 1991 and I was four. Right, but... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, like, but um, yeah, because like now, if you say it now, it feels like a reference to the song. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying it to be funny or whatever to reference the song. But like before the song, was that a term that people used? And that's where I, it came from because that, that is, is just so bizarre to me. <laughs> That is a great, great question that I do not have the answer to, unfortunately. No. Um, But yeah, so I that song is hilarious to me, and there are other ones that I'm sure that we're um, missing out on that kind of fall in that same sort of color me bad era. era. Mm -hmm. But the Mm -hmm. last one that I mentioned is a song that I have never officially heard. Okay. Um, It is. It is just the mm, 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 mm song by the Crash Test Dummies, and I vividly remember. Once I started listening to a little bit of it, uh, my guardian telling me about this ridiculous ass song that was on the radio. And it's like, once there was this boy that like did this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, I don't know what this is and I don't like it. So I'm not going to listen to it. Um, it's, uh, it's just a fucking weird song. It's about, it's, it's actually very depressing and mm-hmm. the majority of the song is just the lead singer of the Crash Test Dummies just humming, mm-hmm. hence, the na- hence the title of the song. Right. But it's like about a kid suffering in isolation. He has a physical al- abnormality. He's like injured in a car accident. 
his hair has changed from like black to bright white. And then in the second verse is a girl who refuses to change clothes in the presence of other girls that because of birthmarks. And the third is a boy whose parents make him come directly home after school um, because they like, they're, they're part of the, you know, subset of like people who go to church and they like are like shaking and jumping around. Like it's kind of like a Southern kind of thing is like, you know, the Holy spirit has entered their body and they're like, you know, jumping around that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's just a fucking wi- weird song. Yeah. I can't say that I've ever actually heard it all the way through either, but just the fact that there's a song called is just weird in and of itself. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, like each, each um, verse is about, a kid something strange about a, a different child and it's just it just feels very like where did this idea come from mm-hmm. like what 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 am i supposed to get out of this but um yeah so i had a few others on my list as well um rico suave for those uh early 90s fans um again just a very weird song about a dude and like this guy just keeps saying rico suave and it's like what the fuck is this you're Um, gonna have to send this to me after we get off here because i have never heard that you've never heard rico suave (laughs) never heard rico suave at least i don't think so oh my god yeah i'll have to send it to you because it is great and that like that's literally the only words of the song i know is this this like Hispanic guy saying Rico Suave. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Okay, anyway, um, the Humpty Dance. Yeah. Again, that song is ridiculous. It's a jam, but like for me, Digital Underground. The thing about this song is a that it's called the Humpty Dance, and that his name is Humpty, um, and it's his dance. But the best part is the line got busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> Which was, again, on the radio while we were children, uncensored. Yes. Yep. I mean, to be fair, if as a seven-year-old I heard lyrics get busy in a Burger King bathroom, I'm not sure I would know what that meant. So, <laughs> um, you know, I guess not terrible. I don't know. Um, and then uh, like I love the song The Next Episode by Dr. Dre, which is not a weird song at all, I don't think. But it ends, like, the song ends, there's a pause, a pretty long pause, and you think that the song is over. And mm-hmm. then he comes back on and he goes, smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, like, I, it just gets me every single time. I don't know okay. why. Because the that song is... ends. And then that happens. And you're like, mm-hmm. what? That is definitely a part that was censored out because it was obviously very easy for for uh, radio stations to do so. Right. So, like, I remember as a kid being, like, listening to, to KISS FM, which is still around. Um, and I think there were other, like, you know, V100 and stuff like that also played it. And so they would go, hey, 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 hey. And then the DJ would come in and it's like, no, you were supposed to let the song right, finish. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yeah, that's what I remember is that hey, so upset with you. Nope. smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets me every single time I hear that song. Um, uh, yes. And then last on my list is How Bizarre. 
Um, I don't remember who was. Uh, I don't know the artist of that one, but I know I, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. You know the song. Yeah, I don't know who the. Artist Every is time either. I look around. All right, let's not get yep. sued. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you're getting. Yeah. Um. But the thing about this song is that it has become like an inside joke for our friend group. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're even aware of this, Sherry. I'm but... not aware of this. I'm learning okay. today. Um. So. Um, our friend Hannah talked about how, told us one time about how she heard this song as a kid. Um, it's from like the late 90s. So we were like early, like preteens. Mm-hmm. Um, and how she always heard it as Kalpazon, <laughs> which is not a word. But that's okay, what she I heard. I didn't know that bit, but okay. I did not, I yes. did not uh, yes. link that to this moment. Right. So all the time now, we like, we'll just use that as like a, <laughs> I don't, I like a filler word or just Shout like, out a, to yeah, yeah. It just like something weird happens and instead of saying like, oh, that's weird, we'll just be like, Kalpazan. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah it's just so funny and if we hear the song anywhere we'll like oh my god you guys i just heard kalpazan <laughs> it's so stupid um yeah what a weird song i mean makes sense because it's called how bizarre mm-hmm. yes. um but it's like this just dude like talking basically like he's not even really singing mm-hmm. um and yeah it was not surprising that that guy never did anything else. So, yes. so uh, just to, to keep us honest here, the the single was by a New Zealand musical group called OMC. Okay. So uh, there you have that. Um, yep. So if you thought that we left any uh, incredibly bizarre songs off our list, please let us know. You can tweet at us, uh, A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D. That's Amelia Sherrick, What Are You Doing? POD for podcast. Uh, we're there on Twitter. Um, you can let us know in a review. Uh, before we split, uh, I have to pull out the Amelia. What the fuck is this? I'll try and make it, I'll try and make it quick. Um, this is from uh, Ask Reddit. This is the username uh, Adventure84 asking, what evil prank have you pulled off? And I thought, this is going to be good. Uh, user Troyden uh, responded by saying, my mom's laptop wallpaper was a picture of her granddaughter. I copied the picture a hundred times and made her wallpaper a slideshow of the same picture over and over again. So the file would change, but nothing would change visibly on the monitor. These pictures would change uh, every 10 seconds. On one on one of the images, I painted a tiny little curly mustache on her. So randomly for 10 seconds, my niece would have a mustache. My mom thought she was either losing her mind or had a computer virus. And every time the mustache popped up, it was gone by the time she tried to show everyone. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've actually seen this. <laughs> so um so I knew this one already, but that's okay because you did not I, know it was coming. Yeah, I didn't know it was coming and I love this. Like on the one hand, on the one hand, I'm like that is so evil. Like that's just awful. And I want to know like how long did she, 
did this person let this go on? Yes. Before telling their mom that they did this? Because, like, I, I could see how easily it would drive somebody legitimately crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So I could see it being really funny for, like, a day and then, like, having to, having to, like, say something about it. But, um, but it's just genius. Like, just genius to do this. Um, yeah. Just I just, ne- like, who thinks of that? I wouldn't, have, <laughs> I wouldn't think of that, but I, same. I, yeah. I, I'm so curious as to, like, the creative, genius that is this person and what they could do with it for good <laughs> people just get wild people just just get wild but yep um yep. all right so that's that's the amelia what the fuck is this not all of them are going to be dumb people some people are some of it's going to be people just being ingenious or clever or awesome yeah um, because i feel like i don't want to pigeonhole myself on that one either uh, but yeah. it definitely made me say what the fuck so i was like i gotta send this to amelia but yep. unfortunately you already saw it anyway um that's okay. please Please rate us if you could. Give us them five stars so that we can get the word out. Share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your dog, your bird, your cat, your cat's cat, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And uh, if you want us to do an episode, we're probably going to do it anyway, but if you want us to do like a greatest songs of the 90s or greatest song of this or that, the other era, uh, let us know. I've already told you where you can find us on Twitter. Uh, A Black Sparrow over here. And Amelia is that Shake Meets World. I yep. believe she's Twitter there. So I was right. I took a gamble and I won. <laughs> I don't remember what our outro is, but thanks for joining <laughs> us, you guys. Yes. That, thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you thought. Give us ratings. Find us on Twitter. And with that... I don't remember our outro. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, I'll, I'll fill it with this. Um... I believe we have committed to uploading uh, a new episode every Friday. We will let you know if that changes. So you can catch us uh, on the Friday, probably bright and early, or maybe like midday if we feel like, you know, you want to listen to us on your your commute home or whatever. That's where we're going to go. But uh, that's Amelia. I'm Sherrick. Don't eat dog food. It's probably (laughs) not good for you. Probably not good for you. Yep. Bye. Bye.